It's time for Black and White, a show that wants to bring all of us together talking again. It's time to hear from people who only want to deal with facts. It's time for you to re-engage in America. It's time for Dan and Daryl. Special guest that has been on the show a few times. It's been very difficult to get because he's a very, very busy man and uh, a terrific uh, author and legal mind. Larry Clayman is with us, and he's the author of, quote, It Takes um, the Counter Revolution, Wake Up America. There you go. And we were, we were talking to your publicist about your thoughts on what's going on at the court. And uh, first of all, thank you for joining us again. I know it's been a long time, but you're worth waiting for. Um, tell me, um, are you surprised that we don't know who leaked the memo yet? No, I'm not surprised at all. It's a cover-up. And because it is, they could have determined this very, very quickly if they wanted to. I believe it's a Supreme Court justice, and I believe it's probably Chief Justice John Roberts. Really? I think he wanted, think he wanted to create a firestorm so he could paint his fellow so-called conservatives into a corner. Of course, he's not a conservative at all. He's a closet liberal, and maybe closet otherwise, in terms of a lot of rumors in Washington, D.C., as a matter of fact. But yeah, I think Supreme Court justice did it either him or maybe a leftist justice, but they're covering up for each other because what matters to them more than the American people, frankly, is their own standing with each other and their own sense of self-worth, which is much greater than what they think the American people have. But, but uh, I, I, I think I understand what you're saying. Let me just follow that with another question. Um, I'm looking at it from the standpoint of the tradition of the court why did they why do you think they decided to uh break the tradition to to put the integrity of the court in question of course that begs the question i'm not convinced the court has any in integrity to protect at this point in time you know it's a sad story when you can gauge with almost 100 percent certainty how certain justices are going to rule same for federal judges based upon who appointed them to the court i find very little integrity on this court intellectually. Sometimes they rule in our favor and we're happy about it, but it's always for a political purpose, regardless of whether it's a leftist or a conservative justice. But uh, right now, uh, there obviously is a war going on uh, between the sexes, between the races, the country's being torn apart and they could care less. And whoever released it uh, wanted to create a firestorm, they wanted to create violence. Uh, they wanted to further divide the country. But I do believe that Roberts is the number one suspect because he now reportedly, which is predictable, is trying to get the other conservative justices to water, either water down uh, the reversal of Roe v. Wade or to negate that entirely. He is not a conservative. He is left-leaning. And this is his predilection. Of course, he's also Catholic, which is also, frankly, a disgrace. And so is Biden, you know, but that's, that's who this guy is. He's two-faced, he's dishonest, and I think he's the number one suspect. So um, do you think we'll ever know? Uh, no, I don't think they'll know because the Justice Department will cover up too. It, you know, it, it's a giant club in Washington. It's like the National Football League, the American Conference and the National Conference. They protect each other. Sure, the Democrats are pure evil. They're comprised of socialists, communists, atheists, radicals of every stripe. 
The Republicans have turned into a money-raising, racketeering enterprise. You see them on Fox News happy the country's collapsed because they think they'll get power again in the fall. But in the words of Hillary Clinton, in, in a context that it actually makes sense, not the disgusting way she used it with regard to Benghazi, what difference does it make when the Republicans have had control of Congress? They didn't balance the budget. They didn't reform Obamacare. They didn't give us the clarion call on Afghanistan and now Ukraine. Uh, it makes no difference. And we're going to be stuck unless we do something drastic legally, of course, peacefully and legally, to get rid of Biden now. And that's what I talk about in my book. It takes a counter-revolution. We need to take back our legal system. We are going to be trying Biden for bribery from communist China, from Russia, from Ukraine before President Zelensky took power, and also crimes against humanity in Afghanistan. He wound up killing seven innocent children because he wanted to look tough after 13 GIs were killed at Kabul airport and abandoned Americans, abandoned allies. We're gonna be trying Fauci for his collaboration with the Chinese, lying to Congress under oath about it. Uh, and we're seeking life sentences for these people and the American people have the right to carry it out. We even have the right of citizens arrest in uh, all states except two, but we're not even gonna do that. So we're gonna try them, they, they've gotten notice uh, they were given an opportunity to plead. They didn't show up. We'll try them in abstention. We will have evidence. We will have witnesses. And we will ask the police and the military if we get a conviction and a sentence to carry it out. That, that's what the American people need to do right now because they don't have institutions of government that protect them. And if I might add also, in my book, I talk about uh, we started a Third Continental Congress last year. I believe that the people need to declare independence and form a new government, not a new nation. I agree. And one of the biggest problems are federal judges and Supreme Court justices, as Jefferson said, unelected, unaccountable to the people, they would become despots and tyrants. I, I, I totally agree. I, I think you make a lot of sense. I'm curious, though, um, are we going to try these these uh, these crimes in abstentia? Because I don't think the, the House is going to do it or the Senate. Oh, no, they won't do it. And look, in, a, in our entire history of 247 years or whatever it is at this point, 246, we haven't impeached and convicted one president. Nothing. You can't do it. It doesn't work because you need two thirds in the Senate and they don't have the guts to do it anyway. There's enough in, in every party that it bows out. And that's another fine tune that we need to make to the Constitution when we form a new government. We need a way to be able to get rid of presidents peacefully uh, short of any violent means, which we don't want to see. That's the only way we've gotten rid of them in the past. I don't advocate that. But it's a real weakness. Our, our founding fathers got 99% right, but they got 1% wrong. And one of the things they got wrong was they didn't come up with a viable mechanism to get rid of someone like Joe Biden, who is brain dead, is a criminal, who's stupid, and who has destroyed this country in about a year and a half. The guy needs to go now. And so does Kamala Harris. And, and that's why we need to use a court of law at this point to convict them, to seek life sentences, and frankly, to have them put away. Because there's no other way to do it right now. It just doesn't exist. But maybe we need a recall provision you know, in our constitution, or maybe we need to go to you know, a limited a parliamentary system with votes of no confidence. But we cannot survive with these people as president. It's just not gonna happen. It's not the first time that we've had a president who's, who's who put the, who, who sent the country into a ditch, but never to the extent that we see today with Biden. 
76 years old, I'll be 77 in about a month. And I have never seen our country so decimated in such a short period of time as what happened under Joe Biden. It, it just boggles my mind that that it would that it was it went to total total destruction. And and I keep telling people, short of not impeaching him, which I don't think the Democrats will do. Now, whether the Republicans will do that if they get control of the House and the Senate in in November, whether they will after the first of the year. But we got two more years, two and a half years more of whatever he's going to do or not do. And if he loses the House and the Senate and they don't impeach him, he's either going to do a Barack Obama. I've got a pen and a phone and I'm going to do whatever I want to do and I don't need your votes. That's right. And, you know, even if the Republicans uh, get control of the Senate, it won't be 60 votes to convict. And we've never done it anyway. There'll be enough defectors like Susan Collins and and Murkowski and the rest. Uh, there'll be enough that that would never happen. It's never happened in our entire history. Never. As far as, as judges, we've only impeached eight in 247 years, about one every 32 years. And look at the corruption we have on the federal bench. And that's why I want people to read my book. It takes a counter-revolution wake up America because I go through my experience in the legal system. Uh, the legal profession is, in my view, the most corrupt profession in this country. Uh, and you know, unlike doctors, when they make a mistake, you know, you know about it because you're going to live with it. But lawyers and judges are very good at covering things up, and the American people don't know half of what's going on in the courts. It's it's an absolute cesspool what goes on in the courts. And then you have you know, bar associations like the DC bar and the New York bar that are trying to eliminate conservative lawyers with bogus complaints that are filed. And the legal system is no longer a way to make change in this country. We have to take the legal system back. Dan, in 1992, Justice Scalia writing the majority opinion of the Supreme Court when it had a greater degree of integrity than it does now, wrote that the grand jury belongs to the American people, not the three branches of government. Before 1870, before we had a Justice Department, the people tried criminals and, and, and presided over our legal system. You had people like Wyatt Earp that had to mete out justice. And we need to do that again. But yeah, we have provided due process to Biden. He doesn't even have the respect to respond to a citizen's grand jury indictment. And you can see them at freedomwatchusa.org, very detailed. Uh, you know, with evidence, and we will be presenting this. It'll be shortly after the July 4th weekend. And we're doing it. I was hoping to do it this month, but I wound up getting sick, and so did my executive assistant. I couldn't speak, so we had to postpone it. But uh, we are going to do it, and uh, we've got a judge, and we'll meet out a sentence. I'm going to be asking for life sentences, and we're going to then ask police and the military to carry them out. I mean, they all have legal process to be able to enforce it. And again, as I write in my book, it takes a kind of revolution, which you can get at freedomwatchusa.org or online with amazon.com, barnesandnoble.com, booksamillion.com. We have the right even to conduct citizens' arrests, but we're not doing that. We're going to go to the authorities and ask them to do it once we get the conviction. But if it comes to that, we'll have to consider it. We can't leave these people where they are right now. They, they, and I don't want to see any violence. This is a way peacefully and legally to get the job done.
know, if, if Chief Justice Justice uh, Roberts gets his way, we've got just about a, a minute before we go to our first break. If Chief Justice Roberts gets his way of somehow watering down the opinion on Roe versus Wade, uh, or he doesn't get his way, more importantly, if he doesn't get his way, uh, do you expect riots in the street? Um, I expect riots in the street, uh, definitely. The left will riot even if they get part of what they want. They want everything. You know, like the Communist Manifesto of, of Karl Marx, the ends justify the means. This is an opportunity for them to further destabilize the country. And we can talk about it uh, after the break, but they have a, an eight-part plan which has succeeded in taking total control over us. And now they're gonna use the tragedy in Texas as another reason to take away our guns and have total control. And this is what their, their goal is. They already are in total control, but they're gonna seek to solidify it. And, and the irony is, is that the left wants to get rid of Biden too, but they don't know how to do it either because he's dragging them down. This guy is not only a criminal, he's potentially the most stupid person ever to occupy the office of president. I mean, he ran twice before and, and had to bow out because he was caught plagiarizing what other people wrote because right. he's not smart enough to think of it, stuff on, him, on his own. He is just plain stupid. Right. So, right. Uh, you know, maybe only equaled by Kamala Harris, I guess. Maybe that's what they have in common. <laughs> that's true. We have been talking with uh, Larry Kleiman and he's got a new book out called It Takes a Counter-Revolution, Wake Up America. We'll be right back with Larry in, a few, in just a few moments after these commercial messages. The midterm elections are coming fast. The Biden administration has failed you, the American voter, in so many ways it's hard to keep track of all the things we need to be concerned about. I want to focus your attention on one issue that I believe affects hundreds of millions of Americans every day. It's an issue that you can follow every day without the government trying to spin the issue away. These two images will bring everything you should be concerned about into focus. The first image is a gallon of milk, and the second is a gallon of gas. You can ask any American how much did they spend to fill their tank full of gas. 50, 60, 70, $100 or more every time. Ask yourself, what were you spending before Biden became president? Half as much? Even less? Your family budget is being shrunk because of inflation, and you may find yourself having to make hard decisions about feeding your family or feeding your car to make money to pay for gas and try and feed your family. Every time you pull into a gas station between now and the midterms, watch the dial spin away your money. Ask yourself who is responsible to make it spin higher and higher. When you walk into the voting booth next November, before you pull the lever or mark the ballot, if you see somebody with a D after their name, think of the D uh, standing for people responsible for taking your dollars. It's time to vote. It's time to vote Republican. It's time to vote for Heath Loftus for senator from the state of Arkansas. Uh, Larry Clayman, uh, and his, he is the author of the book called It Takes a Counter-Revolution, Wake Up America. Uh, you had some things you wanted to say that we didn't get in the first segment, so uh, go ahead, sir. Yeah, Dan, as I set forth in my book, okay, my book's different than Mark Levin's book, American Marxism, in the sense that we know there's American Marxism. The question is, what do we do about it? Protesting and boycotts are not enough. We have to take calculated risks. Our founding fathers risked their lives uh, and their fortunes and pledged their sacred honor to form a new nation. We just can't sit around 
writing books and talking about what went wrong. It's good to have a book to educate, but we have to act. And, and that's the bottom line, wake up America. But here's what the left has done and they seized on it. They used COVID-19 as a means, as an excuse to put in a virtual dictatorship over this country, to control us. Secondly, they used my once proud alma mater, the Justice Department and its FBI, and turned it into a Gestapo to quell all dissent, whether it's January 6th peaceful protesters or even parents at school board meetings. And believe me, everybody in this country who disagrees with this regime is under surveillance by the CIA, by the NSA, and by the FBI. Third, they destroy the economy and capitalism by dumping trillions of dollars into it, creating rampant wild inflation and a disincentive to work. I mean, I went to Starbucks this morning. I couldn't even get a simple sandwich there, a supply chain for even that, okay? Then they destroy Judeo-Christian values and ethics, destroy the distinction between man and woman. Uh, so the basic underpinnings uh, of God, our Judeo-Christian values are destroyed. And you can see the, you know, the effects of that with mass shootings and everything else. They create rampant crime by defunding the police, by disparaging the police, by sanctioning assaulting them, battering, and even killing them. And you want to know why maybe the police were slow to react in Texas? Because they thought maybe they'd wind up the ones that were blamed rather than the criminal that was conducting that activity. Excellent point. Then they open up the borders. Then, you know, to drug traffickers, human traffickers, terrorists, just this week a plot allegedly was stopped to kill George W. Bush uh, with terrorists coming across the border, Muslim terrorists, probably ISIS, and Al-Qaeda, and the guy who orchestrated it was a Muslim as well. Then they destroy the military. The morale of the military is probably almost as bad as the Russian military right now, though. You know, they're hardly the same uh, in terms of, of, of what they're trying to accomplish, but abandoning our troops in Afghanistan, uh, 13 killed, uh, $80 billion worth of equipment handed over to terrorists, Al-Qaeda, Taliban, and ISIS. Uh, you know, if you're in the military right now, you got to be scratching your heads and say, why am I here? Right. So this is the plan. And, and now, last but not least, they're going to use this tragedy with the kids to try to seize our guns or to limit the, you know, the ability to purchase them and use them. Because that is what dictatorships do. They take the guns away, whether it's Nazi Germany, the Soviet Union, whether it's North Korea or Iran. They don't want uh, and any resistance. And what was the reason for the Second Amendment, which also contains uh, the right to, to commission militias? It was to defend ourselves against a tyrannical government. And that's what we have right now. Defense, not offense, defense. So this is the, this is the left's plan. So we have to then fight back. We have to rise up. We have to take back our legal system and force the rule of law. I believe, and you see the hat I'm wearing, that's the Third Continental Congress that we began in Philadelphia last year on the 5th and 6th of July at Independence Hall, in the Visitor Center. Our delegates will be declaring this year independence. We'll be looking for leaders to, to lead the new government. Uh, we will not move against this government. If they move against us, we have our rights of self-defense. But we have the moral authority right now. And it was Adams who said, doesn't matter how many times you change your rulers, reforms of government without ethics, morality, and religion, you won't have a lasting government. We need a new government. This government's on its back. 
It's gasping for air. Uh, it's corrupt. We need to pull the plug on it and start a new government. And maybe there are leaders out there. I know there are. I would like to see, because I've been impressed so far in my home state of Florida with Governor DeSantis, I'd like to see him leave the Republican Party and, and play a role in forming a new government. And we need to fine tune the Constitution, take immunity away from federal judges and Supreme Court justices, take it away from government officials. We need to put a right to life clearly in the Constitution and a number of other things that we can fine tune. Our Constitution is largely correct, but we can fine tune it and reenact it. And, and that's what I think we need to do at this time. And the Republican Party, worthless, worthless. The reason we have Biden and Harris is the result of a Republican Party, which has been worthless, mainly turns into a fund, fundraising racketeering enterprise, raise more money, get more power. And then when they're in power, they do little to nothing. That's been their, that's been their philosophy for a long time. Yeah. Although, did you think that, do you think that uh, Mr. Trump did much? I think he did a lot, but I think we need, I think we need to move on. Uh, I think we need new leaders and DeSantis may be that person. And there are other people out there like that too. Trump, I believe would have won even without the fraud if he had kept his mouth shut. He couldn't resist offending people unnecessarily. Uh, he got wrapped up in his own uh, hubris and people just stopped wanting to listen to him. And I thank him for what he did. I supported him. I was his de facto law firm in effect at Freedom Watch. Uh, I think he has tremendous instincts but I think we need somebody like Ronald Reagan going forward, someone that can reach out, someone that can unite the American people in a greater way and not be so polarizing. But yes, I, I agree with nearly everything the guy did. And, and that's the tragedy of the whole thing. He just doesn't have the personality to carry it out in an electoral system, regrettably. And in our new government, uh, we can have leaders like DeSantis. We can have you know, leaders like those Republicans that have been thrown out of the Republican Party, like Sarah Palin, for instance, would be another example. I mean, people who have been, you know, harmed by, by the establishment will understand what needs to be done. And I'd like to play a role with it, and people like you should play a role in it. And I want to enlist, you know, radio talk show hosts and people on the internet to get this concept across, because our Declaration of Independence says, when in the course of human events, I'm paraphrasing, the sovereign, the rulers no longer represent the people. Under the laws of nation, uh, laws of nature and nature's God, the people have a right to alter or abolish that government and to form a new government by and for the people with equal rights for everyone in pursuit of life, liberty, and happiness. We have that God-given right. Let these criminals stay in Washington and commit crimes against each other. Let's move on. Let's take the Capitol out of Washington. Frankly, it looks more like Disney World than it looks like Americana except for a few buildings. I mean, we aren't Greek, we are Americans. And I think we should start anew and start a new government. You know, when the Nazis took over France, Dan, and I hope I'm not hogging your show too much. All right. Finally had some sleep last night. Good. But when the Nazis took over France, Charles de Gaulle went to, uh, to London and he set up uh, an alternative government. And he came back, I think de Gaulle was one of the greatest leaders of the 20th century with Churchill and, and, uh, and Pope John II. I don't think Roosevelt was, frankly, but that's another point. But, but when the people see that they have an alternative, when they see they have leaders that actually want to be there for them, 
that are not there for themselves, I think they will join us. And I think we need to do it quickly because the country has all but slipped away. Uh, that's the urgency of this whole thing right now. So take back our legal system, enforce the rule of law, create a new government, a new not a new nation, have more political parties, and I'm forming a new one separately, the New American Independence Party from Freedom Watch and my other group, americasheriff.org that I formed with Sheriff Joe Arpaio to protect the police. But we need to do it quick because we don't have a lot of time left. We can't survive. I don't think we even survive another year with Biden. I don't think it's possible. Do you think that the American people who probably understand conceptually what you're talking about are thinking that if we throw the bums out in terms of getting rid of the Democrats at the midterms election, that things will be okay. And so that the midterm election is their opportunity to ex express their anger and distrust, but really won't change anything at all. No, it won't change anything. And, and see, that's the BS that, that Fox News spews forth and the Republicans spew forth. I mean, you listen to Kevin McCarthy, the, now the minority leader, hoping to be the majority leader. I mean, here's a guy who's dishonest, two-faced, and not terribly bright as well, who lied about the fact that he, he wanted to get rid of Trump in around January 6th. But that notwithstanding, uh, they are propagating the big lie, to use a phrase, because the Republicans will not be able to do anything. Biden will have a veto power, and that is not the be-all and end-all. And we can't wait to 2024 for a new president. This country will be gone by then. I mean, they, they're making a... They're making a conscious effort to destroy it. I laid out just how, you know, about 10 minutes ago, but that is their goal. And the left destroys things and then they take total control and then they build it back in the way they want it, which, you know, is, will be, a, you know, a, a virtual communist gulag. That's where we're headed. Do you think that the people, there are enough people like DeSantis out there, by the way, I live in Florida too. And I, I'm, I'm, don't want to lose my governor to the presidency, but if he can help the country, I'll make the sacrifice. But is is he a lone wolf, or there are a lot of are there a number of people out there in the in the Republican Party who can bring them? I don't think they're in the Republican Party; they're elsewhere. But we'll need to recruit them and enlist them. I had some people at our Continental Congress. Uh, you can see it at FreedomWatchUSA.org. The video, people like Alan Keyes, okay, who's a true believer. Uh, people like Sheriff Joe Arpaio, uh, others who came, people like yourself uh, who can rise to the occasion. Look, who's the president of the world right now? Vladimir Zelensky, okay? This guy has more guts than every world leader combined. What did he do before he became president? He was a comedian and uh, he doesn't think it's so funny now, believe me. So there are people in various walks of life that will be able to rise to the occasion. We don't have to look to the establishment of the Republican Party. But if there are people there that will join us, then they're welcome. And it reminds me, Dan, of the book Atlas Shrugged by Ayn Rand, mm -hmm. when a similar thing occurred. You know, she wrote that in 1958. She was a visionary. She saw the rise of communism in this country. Mm -hmm. And she saw that everything was being dumbed down, that the individual initiative was destroyed. And there was someone by the name of John Galt, who, an industrialist who left and recruited uh, the intelligentsia of this country to just check out and leave and wait for the country to collapse and then presumably they would come back and reestablish it and he recruited these people from all walks 
of society. And that's what we need to do right now. Maybe an Elon Musk, he may be a person that also could be part of the new government. He seems to have guts. Uh-huh. And, and certainly they're trying to destroy him right now. So there are people out there, but we don't have to look at the Republican Party. But if there are some there that will join us, okay. And even the Democrat Party, although I disagree with Tulsi Gabbard with regard to her take on, on Ukraine, uh, there's someone who thinks independently and uh-huh. who has guts, you know. So, um, and we need to elect cabinet officers, no longer appointed. Look at the hacks that we have. Uh, you know, that are running this country. This country's turned into, and I don't mean this in a racist sense, but it turned it turned into a South Africa, is that we have people running this government who've been put in place only because of the color of their skin or their sex, and there are good people with that same color of their skin and with their sex that we could put in. But these people are hacks. We don't get the best and brightest, and they're driving this country into the ground as we speak, like this clown that runs, you know, HHS. Uh, I forget his name. I try to forget his name. Who's hmm. opened up the border? I mean, that's an example. Like Pete Buttigieg, you know, spends his time, you know, having surrogate babies with his male wife, taking, you know, three months off as the country's collapsing. Hmm. I mean, it, it's a freak. It's a freak show. That's what it, it is. is. Unfortunately, sir, um, our our time together has come to an end. Uh, as, as I said, it's always a pleasure to to. Uh, to be with you, I'm, I'm glad you're 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 recovering. Um, we've been speaking with Larry Clayman, who is the author of "It Takes a Counter Revolution: Wake Up America." Thanks for joining us, sir. God bless you, Dan. Thank you. Uh, blessed Memorial Day. Thank you.